0: the opening of Rob Zombie's Halloween is the worst scene in cinema history and it might be
1: like it might actually here's every bad scene in every movie and then
2: whoop (laughs) here's uh, the
1: opening scene to Rob Zombie's Halloween motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef (laughs)
2: Walk out, Walk
1: out. out. Re-boot. reboot. Walk out. <laughs> That's All right. Right. All right. It's reboot. Walk out time again. <laughs> yes, it is <laughs> for the first time.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to uh, one fucking hour, everybody. Of course, the show where we normally talk about one goddamn movie, and we have just one fucking hour to do it. But tonight, we're doing something a little different. As it is the third week of one one fucking fucking October, our month-long blitz of horror movies for the month of October, and tonight's episode, y'all, is one fucking hour on the horror movie reboots and remakes that we fucking hate. I'm Evan Husney, and here to talk uh, with us and me and you about this wonderful subject is Big T, Tom Fitzgerald. What's going on, T?
1: hey 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 here we go
0: here we fucking go uh all the way to the right uh we got mr marcus herring
3: what's going on what's up everybody man this is one of those episodes where the prep is just painful <laughs> painful <laughs> I know. It, it is painful
1: prepping <laughs> <laughs> it really is man it Sorry.
0: really is brutal um I, and yeah yeah we're gonna get into that uh Agreed. and uh, here, back with us, back to back, special guest here. We have our child abuse, uh, <laughs> trauma uh, correspondent, um, who I'm calling... Reporting. From yeah, from the, the shelter. shelter. We're going to need her. <laughs> who is now officially our Rayboot correspondent. We got Ramey Bennett here. What's going on, Ramey? Say hello.
2: Um, hi. Good to see you guys. Yeah, it's been a few days of just like frustration and pain and anger watching these shitty
0: fast forwarding <laughs> yeah. a lot of fast forwarding um but ff yeah it is ff time <laughs> but uh so yeah so let's let's get into this um you know we have a tradition here on the show previously we've done two at different episodes um uh, about uh the movies we hate we've tackled uh, part one part two on the show and now we're getting into because obviously it is the month of October. Here we are. We're talking about not just any old horror movies that we hate, but of course the remakes, the reboots, whatever you want to call them. That's what we're here to talk about tonight. So strap of, in.
1: Of to be clear, like of about the last two decades.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Of course, of course, because it's not John Carpenter's a thing. You know, we don't have some hot take on that or anything yeah. tonight. We're talking about all of the. You know, new gen, horrible, terrible decision making, you know, uh, crazy ass, terrible films uh, that we're going to get into, of course. But first, I thought before we get into the show, uh, as per usual, a couple of business oriented plugs here. Um, guys, you had another EXP show uh, this past Tuesday. Um, sure did. And I bet that was... Uh, how did that go? A lot Thanks, of but. walkouts,
1: actually. No. Stop. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Well it was my reboot mix, so I guess uh, that, <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, a lot of folks came. I think Bigfoot made an appearance, which oh. was pretty cool. I guess he walked down walked down from uh, highway one oh one or something and uh, <laughs> he just you know, stopped by had a LaCroix uh, sort of, <laughs> And um, it was cool. But and then so and just to be clear, it's every Tuesday so that uh, the twenty fourth next Tuesday and the thirty first Halloween. Yeah. Are, uh, the next uh, two, the third and fourth in the series, uh, the last one is a big, literally a party. Huge uh, Halloween, so, party. Uh, it, mm-hmm. Halloween party. Halloween mm-hmm. party. So make make your plans uh, at this weird old, um, you know, like religious theosophy center <laughs> in this nice neighborhood here in Los Feliz. And yeah. uh, hang out with us on the grounds and the courtyard yeah. and um, in the auditorium, too. We're going to have a DJ cut canvas to myself doing an audio video show. So Amazing. that should be fun, you know. So
0: yeah, so yeah, Tom and Marcus together uh, work together on EXP TV, which is a 24-hour streaming channel where all things wild and weird, like the coolest shit you've never heard of, but you you love, uh, is um, yeah, plays 24 hours uh on exptv.org and also on their Twitch channel, uh, twitch.com uh, slash exptv underscore and uh they got uh, so you can watch it 24 hours a day it's incredible it should always be on in the background but you can see them Mm -hmm. live at the philosophical research society uh this tuesday the 24th coming tuesday and uh october 31st man so tickets in the description if you want to check that out in los angeles for all the la peeps um yeah
3: come hang out with us
0: yeah yeah yeah. you uh, want in irl irl all the one fucking hour (laughs) listeners are heading out there i hear i hear a lot of them have been showing up
1: (laughs) So, we haven't um, seen some, yeah. Them. yeah it's that's fun. good. That's great. Uh, also,
0: last shout out is the one fucking hour. <laughs> Bigfoot Patreon. watches,
1: so maybe that's why he came. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot likes one fucking hour. He told me. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: all right, last shout out, of course, is the one fucking hour Patreon. Um, if you like what we're doing here and you want to support the show, it's the best way to do so. Uh, Patreon.com one fucking hour. It's just five bucks a month. It gives you access to all of our audio commentary tracks. We just dropped finally our latest audio commentary track, which was on Alejandro Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain. Guys, I had a fucking blast with that, right? I mean, that was super yeah. fun. Yeah. That was so fun film. just to go to town with that movie. Impossible, impossible film to cover on the show in one hour. It's impossible. So we, we great
1: movie to watch with your friends, though.
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: Fun. Half the reason people <laughs> fuck with this is his look right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like That's like <laughs> transcendently. Yeah. Godhead seventies look because he's <laughs> cause it looks like cocaine disco, like you know like guru like wizard like, yeah yeah exactly like yeah. like psychedelic Merlin like angel <laughs> dust smoking like at the discotheque
0: we went deep into like yeah. all things amazing in terms of all the different setups and shots and set pieces and decisions and it was amazing so check that out and um, there's also bonus episodes uh, up on the Patreon and you also get 24 hour early access to every episode of the show. Um, and uh, you also, if you want, can scroll under the video. And if you're watching this on YouTube, click the join button and become a moment. Same perks, same price, five bucks a month. Either one is the best way to support the show. We appreciate your patronage. Thank you so much. Again, patreon.com slash one fucking hour. All right, guys, let's get into the main event here for tonight. Here we are talking about <laughs> ding, one ding, fucking ding. hour
1: on the reboot.
0: <laughs> Walkouts. Um,
1: Walkout. <laughs> 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 I remember, just, we, to be yeah. clear, that gesture, it always comes to my mind. It's, you know, a baseball game and yeah. a guy's getting thrown out yeah. on the field. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, 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 goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the international symbol of rejecting a reboot that you got stuck in at a movie theater. Like, yes. I'm out. Reboot, right. walk out. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, I am friends.
0: I actually remember we were all. Um, you know, we were all at our favorite establishment. We were at Toy on Sunset, you know, in Los Angeles, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in our, our favorite rock and roll hangout. It's kind of our rock and roll headquarters, I think, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we were sort of talking about just all of the different remakes and reboots that you know of the horror ilk that we had survived seen or walked out of we're going to get into especially with Mm -hmm. Raimi we're going to get into that here as the show starts but I thought we would just kind of just give just give the viewers before we start the clock like what are we really talking about here let's define this because Mm -hmm. there's some subjectivity as to what a reboot is and what a remake is and you know all that stuff and so you know this is really a
3: confounding term kind of right like it's uh you know it's basically kind of like it's a newish term for yeah. like remake i feel like you know i read that the the 2000s were like the peak years yep. for remakes like that decade totally. and they, they were made like like in 2005 there was like 33 remakes Jeez. and like you've never heard someone go like oh the remake is better you know it's not like a, You know, the book is always better than the movie. You've never ever heard someone say, oh, that the remake was better. Unless it's like, you know, the thing or something, you know. Yeah. But I feel like it was just like everyone was tired of it. And they came up with this new marketing name. You know, they rebranded it. But they also did a little bit of a spin on it. Because a remake, it's it's basically like a remake and a sequel at the same time. Sometimes. Sometimes. But other times (laughs) it's like just a straight up sequel. Or sometimes it's just like. A new take on it
1: with no no relation to the other ones, and that's also a reboot. Right. So it's very confusing it's, uh, yeah, yeah, reimagining, and it's you know it's modern. It's a computer term, you know, and I think it is the idea where it's like, well, what does it mean in computers? It means like, let's like mm. this got stale. This isn't working. Yeah. The franchise crashed, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like let's let's do what you need to do, which is reboot it. Yeah, and, and uh, you know we're going to talk about Halloween, and that's actually not the worst example of. <laughs> Uh, how the reboot word is applied because it's had a bumpy ride as a franchise, right. for example. But, but it's also... I, I, go ahead, Rami, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, it's just like represents like an extremely like cynical era in filmmaking, you know, where it was like bankrupt of any original ideas, trying to manipulate... Fan base who might come back for this who love the mm-hmm. old movies and then bring in a new audience and just fuck everything up, right? In the
1: process. Fan service, fan service, well, you know, was really developing with this, yeah. uh, you know, this concept, yes, yeah. It, it's it's it, also... it is sort of just look where they're living it now,
3: too, right? I mean, it's like that's this is just the reality now is that they're just going to keep rebooting franchises. I, I think a
1: pit cemetery uh, yeah. just came out, yeah. Like, well, you, yeah, we even keep track of it. We're, we're, we're going to get into those. But it is also No, no, but I'm saying like there's I just realized there's another pet cemetery that's out like this week or something. Oh, I didn't the even um
2: the prequel. Yeah, the prequel. <laughs> there's
1: a Jeez brand right. new one. Yeah, there's
0: a
2: brand new one. I didn't yep.
0: even I'm not I can't even keep up. I can't even keep up. People they don't, don't know, even talk about
3: movies. They talk about like franchises,
0: spiritual you know I mean? sequels,
2: like, yeah. Okay.
0: Hang on. So what j- just what I want to say is that, you know, yeah, this is this is the most cynical era, you know, of of filmmaking, you know, in terms of this industry, yeah. because it's also uh, like, oh, th- this classic timeless thing is outdated and we have to modernize it. Oh. You know, and we have to mm-hmm. bring it up to the speed into where our, you know, into what social media and cell phones and Internet. And, yeah, you know, right. and it never works. And no. jackass and yeah. rock
1: and roll. And it's like it's yeah. it, it is it is
0: soulless and what you're going to see tonight you know is where a lot of these classic horror films that we're going to talk about like you know the classics they're they're elegant they're restrained they're glossy you know and then yeah. now we're going to see everybody you mean real. boring <laughs> 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 well you know tom they're not they're not boring they're uh
1: um, oh some people are like think it's.
2: Kind of slow. Kind of slow. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Okay>. but, uh, <laughs> uh, but 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 <laughs> yeah. It
0: so okay. it's 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 you know it's it, so now these filmmakers are misinterpreting them to be these gritty faux grindhouse. You know, Rami, you put it great last night, where you said the movies we're talking about tonight are the distressed Abercrombie jeans versions <laughs> of the horror yeah. classics. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's
2: distress
1: gene cinema. <laughs> yes,
2: <Boom>. yes, <laughs> it yes. Is. yes. That's
1: a hundred percent. It's the perfect it analogy. Is. It and is. It, I love that. But my little thing, just as we're talking about this, and we can move towards the actual films. Is um, we should. I always call it like, did we see the same film here? You yeah. know, like when I'm thinking of like right. the, the producers of the the, the reboot, the remake. Yeah. Like, wait, wait. What did you see when you <laughs> saw the, like Texas Chainsaw of Like huh like yeah. what? that's what you that's your takeaway yeah you know like what is going mm-hmm. on here you know that's what always gets me you know yeah
2: and and I, what did these people if they're calling themselves appreciators or fans like what kind of like connection did they have if this is like like you said if this is how they're interpreting not a genuine it? product yeah
1: of, yeah. of, of their yeah. uh of, def- of their perspective yeah right I
3: think the cheap disposability of the films, too, like kind of influences the, the decisions of the filmmakers who are doing the reboots, too, because it's like, I feel like somebody like, you know, uh, freaking when he's making The Exorcist, he's like, this is going to be like a film of one of my oeuvres. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to put everything into it, you know, and it's going to yeah. be like, you know, an original idea, you know, but I think... Over time, people have realized there's going to be like reboot forever from now on, and I'm just making yeah. one shitty version, yeah. and they're going to make another stupid fucking Spider-Man movie saga. You know, Three years from now, they're going to reboot Spider-Man again, so the ones I'm making are just like a stopgap for now. Yeah, it's just a product. Like, it's a brand. It's,
0: it's, it's the, cheap like TV used to be. Yeah, you it know, is. Like,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: It's, it's not yeah. about the art. It's about the intellectual
0: property. But what we're really talking about tonight, okay? I just want to break this down, then we got to get to the sh- actual show. But, oh, yeah. But, but what it is we're talking about, you know, one fucking hour, normally if you're tuning into our show, we are talking about the masterful creative choices that go into the, the, the masterful instincts of filmmakers that go into making these, you know, like usually most of the movies we talk about and all the good decisions and the, and the, and the craft. Tonight, we're getting into some of the all-time worst instincts... That ever, ever, <laughs> yeah. ever, because there's
1: being cynical and making product, but I think it really st- goes over the line and starts getting weirdly bad. Yeah, when someone thinks that they are a bit of an auteur mm. and that they are going to try some stylistic flourishes and and put their own spin mm. on, yeah. on the uh, franchise, you know, it's like you're saying though, but they're uh, talentless. Yeah, uh, and they have bad taste. And,
0: yeah, and and last thing I'll say is, then let's get into it. Is why this is so egregious, and I think the horror reboots are the worst because they're horror movies, and horror movies have been bad for thirty years. But the thing is, yeah. is that um, this is also giving people the the actual license, the permission, the official legal permission to destroy mm-hmm. sacred yeah. material, uh, and that's why it's so you know disrespectful yeah. and traumatizing. I think for all of us to watch it, which we're going to get into right now. So. So with that it's being the said. Desecration. desecration. It, is. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's let's get into Atrocities. It is atrocities. <laughs> all right. So let's get into the hour here. Uh, we could do an hour setup for an hour show, I'm sure. So <laughs> yeah. right, I'm gonna start the clock. Here we go. All right. Uh, sorry. Boom. Okay. The clock is on and I'm gonna kick this off to you, Ramey, because I I <sighs> You know, w- when we first met, you told me about, you know, the ultimate reboot walkout story uh, of of your own. And I think it would only be fitting because, I mean, the whole idea of reboot walkout kind of originated with you and your experiences because you compulsively are a completist. You, you masochistically well, see all of these reboots.
1: Well, and, and to be clear... <laughs> unlike the rest of us, you would go to a place in which you would then be able to <laughs> walk out. Exactly. Like for all of us, it's <laughs> yeah. reboot press stop. On the couch.
2: Yeah. you know, <laughs> right. The the stakes. Stakes. You, you would go
1: yes. to a place in which yes. one would yes. potentially walk out, and, Yes. which is awesome.
2: And I think that's, that's where this, this all reboot walkout thing came from, because I was kind of talking about with you guys, like the pure, masochism and actual yeah. insanity that it takes Hardcore. for me to keep on doing this over Hardcore. and over. Well, it's you like know the insane. definition and of it,
0: insanity, yeah. And
2: and Evan, you yeah. always said the definition of insanity, like thinking you're you're doing the same thing and thinking you're gonna get a different result. Exactly. And it's like weird. It's like I and then it's almost like I have amnesia and I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna buy the That's ticket. Right. I'm going. And then I'm like, I have a fucking <laughs>
1: like
2: psychic meltdown <laughs> panic attack and and it's like not a joke like i'm not exaggerating and so i think like part of the reason to like explain a little bit like or maybe to try to understand for myself why i have these reactions is because like these movies to us like we saw them when when we were young they were so important to us like they were just like like we were in love with them, you know, it's like, it's, they were sacred and like, yeah, it was sure. like, we mm-hmm. felt like they were a part of us and that it was like something so unique and special. And like to have someone actually just shit all over that, like, it feels like, it just feels like a, a violation, like an egregious violation. And like, um, so the, the one that Evan, we we're actually, Evan, I think you called me randomly after oh, yeah. I got back from having like almost passing out oh, when yeah. I went to see the Pet Cemetery reboot. Oh. And I had, to, and that's the reason I told you about it. Cause I had to explain right. why I was in this state-, state of mind. I could barely speak. And <laughs> well, he was like, what is going on? Right. Like, I was like dizzy lying on the floor. So just to this story, some people know the story. I know Joey knows this story. Oh yeah. Uh, Joey is, but um, Joey. What, what happened is I got sucked in and we'll talk about this. I got sucked into the marketing ploys. I got mm. tricked somehow. I don't know.
0: Well, you love the book. I
2: I I love the book. And I was rereading the book at the time, coincidentally, right before this reboot came out. Mm. Someone invited me to a screening of it where like the directors were gonna be there, like some of the actors, uh, and mm. I was like, and I kind of was like, you know what? Maybe this is just gonna be fun. It's just going to be like an adaptation. Maybe they'll do some cool stuff with the Stephen King book that they didn't do before. And, you know, the the original one, it's, it's not a masterpiece. It's just like a fun, goofy, you know, good. So it's like it's not as if we're taking something sacred in the same way like Poltergeist or yeah, Halloween. Yeah. It's well, you thought Cemetery, maybe that.
0: Well, you, I, I actually remember you saying that like this could, this could be a movie that should be remade or rebooted. Because it has a lot more potential right. because of the book. Yeah,
2: right? and I was like, that could be kind of interesting because it's like, that's the kind of movie actually that is prime for a remake if there was an interesting person doing it. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I go, I'm like excited and I have like, I bring a bunch of friends with me. I'm like in the lobby saying <laughs> hi to people We're like getting all excited. And I'm like sitting there and like as the movie's like washing over me, like my my mood just starts to like, drop and then like my expectations are like dropping and like my my vision actually starts to like blur at one point wow. and like there's shit that's going on in this movie that i'm just like like i want to like sc- like get up and like scream and like they're changing yeah. the entire source yeah. material like. They, they basically, like you were saying, Tom, decided, like, I'm going to re-envision this and, like, do something clever. And instead of actually being more faithful to the book, which is an amazing source material, they changed the entire fucking thing. Yeah. So, like, the little the little boy doesn't even die. They have, like, the older sister die, and then she comes back as, like, an annoying, creepy, like, ballet-dancing zombie. Uh, and the whole movie... Uh. The whole movie is... And so I, I basically was, like... Literally my vision starts to blur. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, my heart is palpitating. I I get up and I'm like, I start stumbling like out of the theater and my friends and my sister are like, what is she doing? And I just literally, I can't even see. I run out on the street, I jump on the train and I get on the train in like the wrong direction. I'm on the F train, like heading to like Sunset Park. It takes (laughs) me so long. I didn't tell anyone I was leaving and then finally after the oh movie, God. they're like, Ramy, where, what, where the fuck are you? And like, what was that? Yeah. And so it was like really weird. Like obviously it was extreme, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. and th- I've had it. I'll touch talk about this later when we bring up some of the other films but it's something reoccurring in my life that's yeah. happened to me before like when i was a little kid i went to see interview with a vampire and i was like a huge fan of the ann rice book and i actually left crying like hysterically <laughs> and my parents <laughs> couldn't console me and i was like yeah. you know why would they anyway it was like it felt like a crime and it felt wow. like Man. like like really sad um so anyway that that's, that's kind of what. And...
1: okay <laughs>
0: It's terrible. It's I can I can I can I can attest it's it's horrible. As also a fan of the book. The book is amazing. It's it's incredible just, you know, book about grief and you know, the loss of a child and some of the darkest most you know, horrifying subject matter and yet these people are just so flippantly there's like a pair of directors who are like super annoying and they feel like yeah we made some pretty big changes to the material you know and (laughs) there's just it's just it's awful it's so cringe and so terrible and yeah they should be in reboot jail for sure um all right uh let's discuss because this is a big chunky topic obviously we got a lot of films to get through tonight um but tom you mentioned it earlier before we started the clock what the fuck has been going on with the Halloween franchise in the past twenty years, time. yeah,
1: it's interesting. Uh, just simply stated, the history of Halloween—it's been a bit of a bumpy ride. I mean, the first one, it's the it's the ultimate slasher film. It was ripped off. It's still being ripped off. It's yeah. it's it, it was uh, you know it set the pace for uh, this entire genre, the yeah. slasher film, and it's great. It's Halloween. And so it comes out. And then there's a sequel, it's kind of half-assed, it's kind of like a carbon copy, the original. And then he goes nuts, and they do like, Halloween is a brand for like a series of spooky tales, and it was the weird Halloween 3. You Season know, the Eight Witch. More Days Till Halloween, right? Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not Michael Myers. And then they do, this is where I'm not paying attention too much, and then it was like almost like a, uh, a decade later, there's another one that's kind of like Bumpy, and Loomis is back. Uh, it's a Donald Pleasance, and then like there's another one and another one, and then suddenly I think Coolio's in one, and there's like <laughs> H2O maybe H2O
2: yeah
1: right H2O. <laughs> so anyway, so it gets really bumpy uh, as 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 formerly just being the sequels of um yeah you know the original, and they're really running out of gas, and it's getting really distorted, and it's losing, it's uh, its, it's 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 um. It's a perspective on like right. what was so special about the John Carpenter film. Right. So then, what comes in is really what I think is a very early example of the idea of a reboot. And everyone's favorite here, Rob Robert Zombie. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. Zombie. <laughs> you know, he comes in hard <laughs> and he says, oh. "Let me take a fresh look at Michael Myers and the oh. saga of Halloween." So he makes a Halloween reboot, meaning oh. like, uh, oh, let God. me do my spin, do my Rob Zombie yeah. thing to yeah. the story. And um, now I, I happened to catch it on cable, you know, a few years in, in, in the 2000s, and I was really appalled. And uh, this is what I wanted to bring up as much as anything was. To me, the big reboot moment is the opening part of his Halloween reboot, uh, which shows the, the Michael Myers family is like really grotesque killbilly. Yeah white trash yeah. like incest screaming like oh. where's my bacon you know that kind of thing bitch and yeah, uh yeah help me out guys you know well, yes. right it's, wow. it's,
0: yeah. it's yeah, in it's
2: the first fucking horrible
0: in the first 10 minutes you hear tits and cum and bitch yeah and, and and he's well, like,
1: give a "Fuck if I fuck you, fuck you know, it's bitch." It's like flying. the hillbilly,
2: like Larry Clark version of Halloween for no oh, fucking reason. Yeah, now
3: really gross caricature, like a really, now, I, I, like, I'm really right. unflattering, now,
1: unfair portrayal of like poor people. Yeah, I know. Even if it it's fair, fair. it's <laughs> like there it are no people sense. like this, but but it makes no sense. Is yeah, it makes point. no because, sense. No, because the thing is, the film, the original Halloween starts. Out. This is important to me because yes. like we're he's rebooting. Okay, so the first one. The little boy kills uh, his sister in an otherwise very nice house, Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. a very well-to-do family, of a very straight family, of a very white-bred, fully functional mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Dad works in the office, and mom's the housewife. And so it's so incongruous that this boy would be so weird and a homicidal maniac and murder his sister. And that's Michael Myers. So that's interesting. So this one, though, I guess he has some logic where he's saying, "Well, the uh, kid Michael Myers is is justified in becoming a homicidal maniac because his stepfather is so awful, yeah, yeah. that like somebody should put a <clears throat> knife in his gut. It's like so uh, okay, dumb. so yeah, dumb. it's just so because d- it's like it's very um, ca- causational. It's like you know cause and effect. It's like." Yeah. It's like like you push me too far, pops. I'm going to kill you. And then you know, um, and everyone and everyone's so gross. It's like, well, why not just murder the the yeah, gross, everyone. you know, over-sexualized teenage sister and stuff. And it's like, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's not just a, a, an anomaly. And there's something wrong with that boy is bad in this otherwise perfect place in yeah. the suburbs. So anyway, so I was like, okay, that's a, a bad choice. It's executed poorly. It's very alienating, and it it's it's immediately putting a permanent stain on the halloween uh well, franchise, it for lack of a better word it, 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 so if you guys have some thoughts yeah that was it, galling well, to me
0: go ahead
2: yeah i, th- r- I think well go. for i had the exact same feeling you had like watching the original i always loved how you're in this kind of like almost like dream up upper middle class like beautiful white picket fence Twin house peaks even. yeah yep, and it's yep. like with the carpeting and everything's perfect and you're going to do this do this room and she's brushing her hair by the vanity and there's something so eerie and then when that act of violence happens and he's you know it's a pov it makes it that much more shocking and yeah, ambiguous that's and that's yeah. the that's like the elegance of that movie. It's that ambiguity yeah. and not giving the audience this answer right away was gonna to, say like, that. yeah, why is he a psychopath? The fact that, like, it's an anomaly in that environment is what makes mm-hmm. the movie interesting in the first place. And, cool. and extra creepy. Yeah. Extra, you know? Yeah. Because it, it, I guess
1: what I'm saying is, like, there's a lot of. Psychic violence in the breakfast table in the in the beginning of the zombie film. Like, it's, it's, there's a lot of really grotesque psychic bad energy. So it's like, this, oh, of course, this could lead to a stabbing upstairs. You know what I mean? Well, you I'm just a you
2: dumbass person.
0: You know, but you, yeah, you, you also said before we hit record, you, 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 you were like, the opening of Rob Zombie's Halloween is the worst scene in cinema history. And it might be. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, yeah. it might well, okay, actually. Here's
1: every bad scene yeah. in every movie. And then.
2: Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Here's, uh, the
1: opening scene to Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, it is. also I just rewatched it, and I went. I was really right. Like I didn't kind of get anything wrong. I was like, it's long too. Yeah, it's oh. lingering, and it's it's no. Actually, the word is it's wallowing. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Marcus. Well, it's also like very tests. by the
3: numbers reboot to like do like an origin story. Like it's like that Batman mm-hmm. begins instinct. You know, like totally. where did like you know, where did these well, characters come from? As if that is as interesting as like the actual well, that's story the, now. That's
0: another sin that he commits in this,
3: which is prevalent in all of the choices of tonight, is the idea mm-hmm.
0: of what makes a good film is mystique, especially a horror film, mystique, mm-hmm. restraint. Let the audience fill in the blanks, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And this movie yeah. is structured so fucking poorly that it's literally an hour, a fucking hour, origin backstory showing yeah. you everything mm. that you yeah. ha- pictured in your head uh, when, right. when you watched the Carpenter film, you know, and, and they're showing you the step-by-step rooting all the mystique that was there mm-hmm. in the original film, not <laughs> <Yeah>. to mention... <laughs> That then we're we're gonna we're gonna take this really cool, elegant, cool, amazing version of Halloween that was in your head. We're gonna take that away from you and replace it with new metal Slipknot version of mm, fucking Michael yes. Myers. You said <laughs> that the other day. It's like, <laughs> Slipknot the movie. Like
1: what's better than the classic white, uh, you know, what is it? Um, yeah, Wayne the, yeah, mask. Yeah. Let's yeah. have a literally a ripoff of a Slipknot yeah. mask, which is like you know, like the weird slit mouth and like the yes. long stringy hair. And, and first of all, it's incredibly dated. Like, hello, early 2000s called. They want their mask back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's totally. that's it's just sort of grimly amusing bad. to me. But anyway. You know? But yeah, it's Slipknot yeah. Core.
0: Yeah, we should
2: move that, on. That like faux homemade, like, Serial yeah, killer
1: exactly. shit that just looks like so crazy man's arts and crap. <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> so You're yeah, stuck watching the these totally boring
3: actors for a long time, too. Oh, and like, there's like yes. this legitimate attempt to try to make them not one dimensional, you know. Like, they're like, I'll yeah. make the uh, the slutty totally. teenage girl, I'll make her, she's like, Ooh, mom, I'm, veg- I'm a vegetarian now, as right. if that makes her have some depth, you know, as some character, yeah. And, and I think it's like they so they're trying in the script to like make people interesting, but they always do it so boring. It's across all of these re- boots and i think it's partially because the actors are kind of dull you know who are these people but then they the flip side of it is that rob zombie tries packs the rest of the movie with like all of these actors that haven't like that you are familiar with, that haven't worked. The in horror the time. convention, you got people. Malcolm well, McDowell and Brad Dourif and Udo Kier. Malcolm
1: McDowell is Doctor Loomis. Dibble Danning, know. Mickey Dolans, It's like, well, <laughs> it's, it's like uh, a, it's 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 C-list uh, Tarantino. Yeah, it is, it which is, so is it's very a, dated too. Trauma, and it's
2: the horror convention. We were saying too, it's like the horror convention yes. roster, you know. Yeah. Horror so con. it's like the yes. fan, <laughs> and it's like the fan <laughs> service bullshit. Like, oh, let's <laughs> have D Wallace do a cameo for the fans.
1: Hey, is that Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. Yeah.
2: as if that gives him like street yeah. cred or like cred yeah. within yeah you know yeah. but it's like meanwhile you're butchering the material Awful. by saying that like you're this fan that's like you know paying yeah. homage to this and it's like so- it's so grisly and over the top and like grotesque and grating like it's like the sherry moon whatever her face is like screaming bad porno actress and everything is so overly violent and his
1: wife let's be clear his (laughs) wife of course it's in every film god damn why
2: everyone's screaming she's hard you know and it's just it's just like just so abrasive to your senses such a chore and the the violence too it's just like when you look at the first one like that was what made that movie so Effective it's not that beautiful. Violent. It's not, it's not that, that graphic. No, no, it's not so subtle and quiet, and that's why, like, when the music comes in, it just it has that eeriness and almost like a coldness, you know, and that's what gives it yeah. that yeah. sense. Well, he is myst- this mystical ghost, kind of. Yeah.
1: Well, well, ghost. Well, I was going to say, like, one of the most effective moments in the original Halloween is when um, he's he's weirdly wearing the sheet and then yeah. the boyfriend's glasses, mm-hmm. and for a long time, she's like, "Stop kidding around." ted or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like he but he's just standing there like talking about choices uh evan it's like great like like the timing like linger on it the pacing the music underneath and like and and the thing is when you have restraint the choices that you make can Mm -hmm. breathe yeah you know and they can work uh they can work like okay but then they can really start working because they can build you know what i mean because yeah, yeah. they have that and breathing room. also
2: with with in the original with michael myers like just even the way when he's behind the hedge all he's doing is putting his leg outside of that hedge or he's outside the window and Lori's looking with the you know the laundry outside and it's just a moment it's just it's a stillness yeah. and a moment that, that instills we, in the audience this foreboding and that's should, all you need you know we should and then keep you a watch train the rolling. halloween and sorry, and it, but it's it's the violence is is yeah. so grotesque as well. It's disgusting. It's anyway, agreed.
0: So what yeah. happened next? With the, we got a lot of films to get to. What what, what happened? <laughs> no, yeah, next sure. Okay, so, so here's the, the,
1: my, Tom's little journey with Halloween in the last twenty years. So that was galling. In all, for all these reasons and more. We could do a whole hour on that. We you know, should. Rub Zombies Halloween. Yeah, we, we should. So then should. so then, what happens in 2018, I and, and Marcus, Marcus and I are big fans of Eastbound and Down. We love mm-hmm. that show.
0: Yeah. You yep. know,
1: with Danny McBride and, um, you know, uh, with Jody Jody Hill especially. And then also David Gordon Green. He's not, a, mm-hmm. he's involved, but he's not principal like Hill and uh, McBride. Yeah. But we love that show. And, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. those guys are going to do Halloween. It, the first time I heard it, I was like, that sounds really fun. Right yeah. that sounds like the idea that sounds right to me if you're going to think reboot it's like they're known for comedy but they're going to kind of tackle something and like I know that it's going to not have all these pitfalls of like a rob zombie because they have better yep. taste so anyway so I saw I watched the first one 2018 one of the trilogy I think it starts off pretty good. Lightyear's better than Rob Zombie. What's that? Or, or
0: Halloween Kills? Is it Halloween Kills or Ends? What's the fuck? Uh, I
1: don't remember. It okay. might just be called Halloween in 2018, the okay. first of three oh, in the trilogy. Okay. So anyway, so it starts and uh, there's this scene that's pretty effective. It's that woman's being killed in the um, the bathroom at the gas station. Oh yeah, right. And, it's pretty good filmmaking you know it's it's okay um and then so i liked it okay and then like the second one comes out and i'm like uh oh like the one from two years ago or something and i was like uh like well evil dies tonight and it got very weird and stupid all of a sudden uh especially kept going in the middle and there's like a mob and i think there was all this kind of like maga you know, like, choose one oh. not replace us kind of maybe messaging, <laughs> like about, like, groupthink and uh, mm. mob mentality. You guys remember that? That's yeah, I, I do. <laughs> like, it's like a long scene where they, like, like stalk and kill this guy in the hospital, like they think is, is, is uh, Michael Myers. It's about hysteria and mob mentality. And I was like, you didn't get away with that one. That sucks. And, like, uh, it, was, it was okay. And then the third one comes out, and I'm like, I don't have any faith in the third one that much, but I'll do it because it's wasn't that bad to go through two. Now, the third one happens. I'm not alone in this. It was, um, it's infamous, and the word here is 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 <laughs> Corey. Okay, you guys know the third. That's I didn't Halloween. see it.
2: No, I, I haven't didn't seen it
1: yet. I'll just okay. I'll be very brief about it. But um, so anyway, what happens is, I guess this is a spoiler. Sorry, everybody. But it's like uh, it's out a year ago. Um, so you, it's supposed to be the showdown between. Uh, you know, what's her name? Laura Laurie. Palmer, is that her name?
2: Lori Strode.
1: Lori. Oh, yeah, Lori Strode. Stro- Stro- Stro. Anyway, so <laughs> her, and Michael, right. This is the big showdown. Like, she's like getting buffed up in that kind of alien, Sigourney yeah. kind of trope. You know, it's kind of boring to me. Uh, but uh, she's getting ready for the big battle. And you think the whole film, when you're going into Halloween Ends, the last of the trilogy, like, like they're going to duke it out. This is it. This is like an, an hour of back and forth. But then suddenly the film starts, and it's like a sulking twilight ripoff teen drama oh, that's Whoa, that's what it is and I was Oof. I really thought like did I like touch the remote and the channel change <laughs> you know, to like any... <laughs> yep. and like and so so, and I'm not the only one I googled this the second I watched it and everyone's like fuck Corey this is a nightmare so it's really bad and, and they're getting it wrong in like a di- they're getting it wrong in the ambitious way where they think that they have uh, a lot to say and they could mm. use this as a vehicle yeah. But there's also cynicism, Marcus like was saying, it's very cynical. Yeah. I think they were trying to appeal to the fan base like let's make this for like 16 year olds. There's a lot of teen romance. Yeah. Also hmm. the last thing I'll say is um these guys are getting old because in Halloween they're adhering to reality as for t- temporality. So like wow. at this point Michael Myers is like like at retirement age you know what right. I
2: mean He's like 80. <laughs> seriously so no. it's yeah so all I
1: think is just like oh my <laughs> knees are giving out <sighs> Wait hold on let me go the stairs and then I'll kill you you know it's just like uh, you know Stupid. It's just like, it's just he seems very old right. So uh so anyway there's a part of the movie where this young kid who also becomes a murderer beats up uh, Michael Myers and you don't want to see that he's no. like getting his ass kicked by this guy no. in a sewer it's like what is happening <laughs> you know and uh anyway so it, it's just I guess what I'm saying is that was a that was a journey of guarded enthusiasm confusion and then just big disappointment and I was like fuck you guys reboot yeah. walk out reboot you know? walk <laughs> that's out that's my little Halloween journey <laughs> oh my wow. god
2: it, it like the David Gordon green ones left me feeling very very empty. Um, oh yeah! Sure. Because I did the same thing. Like I got It's funny. I was on set of the first one because my friend plays oh. the, po- the podcast guy, oh, and he no. yeah. And he was like he like it had me come down to set. He's like. You, she has to come so so I would ha- I hang out sure. with him did you
3: walk
0: out and he of was set? like
2: yeah. and it was hilarious And <laughs> yeah, I walked off the set a reboot walk in on but <laughs> it was like funny to cut yeah
0: cameo. let's
3: get this out of the way
1: pre-pro
0: pre-pro <laughs> walk
2: out. but like I could see all the machinations of the way that they were trying okay. to like manipulate this for the fan base like trying ah. to justify the reboot as something that was like genuine you know and like right. I could see that working on all levels like they had the original stuntman guy who played michael okay. myers and they kind of were pretending that that's who was playing michael myers mm. in the movie and they were promoting it that way and mm. like fang fangoria yeah, and all the interviews mm. and like i went on set the dude's just sitting alone like he's like hey and like he you know he's like not actually doing mm. that he's
1: not but, playing a michael yeah right. it's just, yeah it's window window dressing yeah it's uh, well, window I remember dressing. the there was same thing with in chewbacca with... in the star wars reboots mm. you
0: know
2: yeah. oh, there
0: you
3: go
2: Interesting. Yeah, so no, good.
1: but but just to put a button on all this, it's like, um, uh, oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say, but it's like, uh, I remember that um, that whole wave where it's like, okay, like really what they were saying it by not saying it, like Rob Zombie was conspicuously, like uh, uh, indirectly referenced. It's like, that was so egregious and so insulting. We promise you we will not make those same mistakes. You're right. You know? But right, then right. they started making new and different new so that's mistakes. Kind of, yeah, right. right. Different stance. Yeah. And so, it was like,
2: it was lazy too. I just felt like even the teenagers, like it just felt really like rote and lazy and not yeah. interesting. And I don't yeah. know. So I hated it. But yeah. yeah. It made me feel empty Terrible. and horrible. Um,
0: yeah. All right. Let, a good word. Let okay. me throw down quickly on my reboot walkout and then let's go to Marcus's uh, field trip uh, right after that. Um, <laughs> uh, Marcus went on a little um, assi- one-fucking-hour assignment. Um, but um, okay. Here's my reboot walkout because this is, a, a reboot and I fucking walked out of it. And it wasn't just any screening. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't just buying a ticket at your local theater and walking out of this movie. No, it was walking out of the world premiere
1: screening oh, that's awesome. this movie. <laughs> that's pretty baller. It was world premiere. Walk walk out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> it was man. God.
0: And I, this made me so fucking mad. I was red wow. hot. I was hot. This got me fucking hot. Dude, yeah. And Let's I don't go. even really have that much reverence for the original, to be honest. But this just knowing what the original is and how fucking sure. you know sac- special it is in many ways, and then just what this person sure. decided to do with it. I'm talking about the Evil Dead remake from whenever the fuck that was, 2013. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm at I'm at South by Southwest, and uh, it's premiering at midnight. And uh, somehow somebody scared up a ticket and was like, "You want an extra ticket to the premiere?" I wasn't planning on going. I had no real interest, but I was like, okay, sure, fine. And you know, I was much more of like just a judgmental asshole back then, more so than I am now. I was, I was Ooh. worse, I would say back <laughs> then. So, <laughs> right on. Um, <clears throat> but when and so when I saw the director walk out in a very tight suit, you know <laughs> that that was very trim, <laughs> Are and, and pictures. And, you and oh, I, wish, be I wish. I wish. And 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 like I noticed, he had a very athletic frame, and Mm. uh and and he had like kind of pecs, like you know he kind of had pecs, you know, from the gym. Definition. And and yeah, definition. And I and I already knew that this movie would fucking suck balls if uh, because there's no way it's 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 fucking statistically near impossible if you are a traditionally attractive fit person, you cannot make a good horror movie. Like, that is just not statistically <laughs> right. possible. That's the okay. Eli
3: Roth principle, right? You,
0: you can't. There you go. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> uh, you have a. to yeah, be yeah, a basement dweller, you know, an overweight basement dweller to, like, understand, you know, the darkness, man, and the fucking, you know. <laughs> Otherwise, you're a tourist, you know. You're yep. a fucking tourist. So that was where my right. judgmental ass brain was before this thing started. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking terrible because fucking peck guy is up there. And then um, <laughs> three minutes into the movie, I think it's, I rewatched it the other night. I think it's actually three minutes in uh, is when we see the first atrocity, which is whoever the production designer behind this fucking movie is, is just also should be in reboot jail. Uh, you see the Tibetan book of the dead. Okay. And let's just, let me be clear. The, the original Evil Dead movie, you know, it's not like... Remember mm-hmm. when we talked about in the movies we hate, part two, the last one, about the Suspiria remake and how it's like... Sure. Oh. it's not, It's yeah. not like the original Suspiria was a story worth rebooting. It's mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. the style and Goblin yeah. and Argento right, right, right. and the colors and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Music, so Evil the Dead colors, is yeah. similar. It's not a um, amazing story. It's all about this lightning in a bottle... Indie DIY, run-and-gun filmmaking, right at the boom of home video, and you could make a movie for, you know, 20 grand and come up right. with all these tricks, and mm. that's what it's yep. – that's the spirit of it, right? So yep. yeah. yeah.
3: So The Haunted Cabin in the Woods story is like the most trod-upon right. of horror tropes right. uh, of any story.
2: Right,
1: fairy tales.
0: Right. right. So, but, you know, in the original Evil Dead, you have the Tibetan Book of the Dead – Right, which shout out to the Anchor Bay DVD box set, which looked like the fucking Book of the Dead. Back I the have
2: Bay. it still. Yeah, it's I the best.
0: S- it's the best DVD <laughs> nice. ever. I have but the
2: fleshy it, thing. It's yeah. the
0: best. But yeah. anyway, so they show their version. Homeboy shows his version. What he got, man, for the fucking Tibetan Book of the Dead. And as soon as it's you open it, of course, and you see it three minutes into the movie, it's got new metal Slipknot etched <laughs> in uh, uh, lettering that says "motherfucker." Oh, oh. Motherfucker what? in it. Yeah, that, it says that it, word literally. It says motherfucker, no. and then it says like kill killer like bitch, 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 yeah. and motherfucker oh, in it. I'm just like, this is supposed to be like an ancient the forbidden text. words. Yeah, you know? It's supposed
1: to be from like uh, yeah 1000 BC. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah what exactly. The fuck. When did bitch <laughs> like, become such a thing to like yeah. put in these fucking horror movies? And then so Un- anyway, I'll be real. brief. But the other so it was that. And then it was yeah. the fact that everybody's dressed in like American Eagle, you know, uh, fucking clothing. And it's not taking this, you know, movie that's, you know, it has a fun sort of, mm-hmm. you know, comedic sort of vibe, you know, Evil Dead oh, and sure. everything. And instead, mm-hmm. now we're going to make it super bummer about like a junkie. And it's it's about a, oh. uh, someone going through yeah. junkie withdrawals. And it's going to yeah. be like in dirt green, <laughs>
1: distressed color palette. and it's just like wait wait wait, slow down a little bit like you're saying that like it had this kind of like uh, putrid kind of like Mm -hmm. brown oh
0: everything (laughs) in that in 2013 (laughs) was that kind of like prestige television green gray green
2: color grade and then like inky and everything's like miserable looking and just like yeah Yeah. and so it's like
0: it's like drowning out all the irreverence out of like what made Evil Dead this fun weird Evil Dead's a comic book kind of comic book yeah. yeah, and so I it's mean, like Bruce Campbell, that's it, the whole Yeah. Thing. So it's yeah. getting
2: shot at
3: like really basic, like flat lighting, right? And then just drop some st- stupid like final cut LUT on top. Right? Yeah, exactly. pretty much. Oh and oh, well what? they are actually trying really hard for
0: like canted angles and like you know, they're 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 it's just it's so cringe. And man, I'm I'm just telling you, so it was it was all of that, and I was like, I'm fucking out of here. I think it was the second showing of the motherfucker inside the book. That was sure. like, I can't do this anymore. And I left. I fucking so you're left. you're saying you, you
1: literally walked out?
0: I walked out of the world <laughs> premiere of The So that's our event.
1: second official reboot walkout. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I forgot to say yeah. I did walk out yeah, of Rob Zombie's Halloween, nice. but then I walked out of Halloween 2. By Rob Zombie, and I don't know why oh, I went. You went back. Interesting. I know. Like, huh? Thank you, sir. May I have another? I was another... remembering today. I was right. like, Wait,
1: <laughs> there was a second. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. There was a yes. second Rob Zombie Halloween. Yeah. It, was it like a prequel or something? I it's it's so... supposed
2: to be the hospital, like in the, how the second one is. So Uh-oh, it's yeah, basically right. a. Okay. And I walked out of that. I was devastated. I walked out. I, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So all right, Marcus.
1: RBWOs. All right. <laughs> okay, Marcus,
3: you were you were sent on a one fucking
0: hour assignment
3: um, I did, yeah, I was given an assignment because I unlike the rest of these guys, I just avoid these movies like instinctively I just kind of know like uh you know yeah. I, I'm having a good day today. I'm not ready to ruin that <laughs> by watching one of these movies. So I, just, I never yeah. watch any of them so I was really at a loss so they said, you know perfect thing is that <laughs> the new Exorcist just came out so ah. you're gonna go see that. What's up, guys? I'm out here in front of the AMC. I'm going to go check out this reboot of The Exorcist. I don't have high hopes, but I'm going to check it out. It's going to be a piece of shit. Let's go. uh, That's uh, why the David
1: Gordon Green team. Yep.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: it is the new franchise franchise (laughs) bus (laughs) does that's
3: right that's right oh yeah yeah i know i think the 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 tight suit guy is going to come up again soon too in this episode right fucking tight suit it's it's kind of a theme going on but anyway so yeah i didn't know beyond the david gordon green uh you know uh kenny powers connection i didn't know anything else going in except that i was probably going to hate it you know um so certain lines you know uh certain certain lines and will stay with you when you see a movie like this you know and there was one for me in this one like there's there's a little girl tied to a bed a little possessed demonic girl tied to a bed and a dude basically looks into the camera to another character and says like have you ever seen anything like this before (laughs) you know it's one of those movies one of the time where the movies is talking talking to itself you know and like uh, of course yes we've seen this like a million times because the exorcist has been remixed it's so like in culture you know it's Mm -hmm. like it's a saturday night live spoof basically at this point you know it's just so weird that uh, they had the audacity to like call it out you know it's like yes this movie is of all the things to say yeah of all the observations so um you know everyone else in the movie too has apparently you know uh seen this before too because the moment these little girls start acting weird everyone automatically guesses that
2: multiple girls
3: yeah. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get there. Well, yeah. So there's, yeah, there's, everyone starts guessing that some demonic possession, like right away, you know, like, hmm. um, once the little girls start acting weird. So yeah. Uh, there's two, there's two possessed little girls. The best thing I can say is it's very unfocused. There's two possessed little girls. There are seven exorcists oh, in the exorcist oh my scene. God. Uh, one, I think maybe even eight, because I think they, they do add another person like halfway through the exorcism. Okay. Um, it's It's got two kind of big stories. The first 45 minutes is basically a missing person story. You might as well be watching like 24 or something like, oh, where are these little girls gone? Right. You know, like lost in the forest somewhere. I,
1: I hate it already. Oof, um,
3: you know, it's like it's it's definitely, you know, it has entered entered the panther but that's not the worst crime. You know, there are a lot of topical references in it. You know, there's a Karen next door. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> later on, this this lady's complaining that she didn't learn the exorcist rights because of the patriarchy. And she says it kind of like that. No. Um, oh. You know, there's yeah. there's a bunch of implausible things that happen. There's like an, a woman who's eight months pregnant goes on vacation to Haiti. You know uh, when you're eight months pregnant you <laughs> don't yeah, even get on a fucking right. airplane <laughs> yeah, much less go to but, haiti you know yeah. um, I just don't like it's that. it's got one of those horrible situations where the universe is so small you know it's like uh one the neighbor that they meet is also a nurse at the hospital but oh. she's also no an ex-nun who also did oh. just learn the exorcism really? rights <laughs> right before the ritual starts writing now. okay and then there's another hold on another neighbor That is the dad's boxing coach, but he's also sort of a kooky white Christian guy who also has connections to the world of the black voodoo church. So he brings in like the voodoo lady. He's the link to that, you know, Uh but he's also the dad's boxing coach. It's like that really small shrinking of the world, you know. It, yeah. It's so I you know I felt I did kind of fail you guys because I didn't walk out, but I did fall asleep <laughs> like okay, four times good. watching yeah. the movie. Reboot. I kind of dozed off, pass out uh, like four Reboot. times, out. nap time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was very it was very tedious, it was very boring, very predictable. Yeah. There's you know the original Exorcist wow. has no music playing throughout, right? So the, and then the last yeah, song yeah. drops at the end, right? It's right. Classic. Yeah. Right this right has music stairs, playing yeah. throughout, of, yeah, course. of course, and then the fucking theme song starts dropping halfway through the movie it's super Mm. annoying you know right right um sure and then halfway through the movie guess who shows up it won't be a reboot unless the original Ellen actors bursting. start show up. Yep. Oh, so Ellen Burstyn oh, right. shows up. God. Oh, I Ellen did not, oh, I did not expect that to happen. I didn't okay. watch the trailer or anything. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, can and you as soon as she stepped up. in and started saying like, I haven't talked to Regan in years, you know, oh, you know, God. you at that, that point, you that know what the is, very last
1: scene of the movie is going to be. <laughs> can I or, say that is a defining principle is. Yes. of re- The 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 what well, we're talking about the fan service, the wink at the audience yep. via uh, stunt casting. Oh it's it, it's shit. it really gets me, you know? It's so horrible. good. It is. It, it thinks so little of us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're really true th- with I the
2: know. um same thing with Jamie Lee Curtis with like the long white hair and yes. she's back. It's like yeah. it's as if they're it, they're saying that it legitimizes it. It does. And yeah. it's Doesn't. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. Just because yeah.
3: yeah there's so much pandering. It's like, let's, okay, yeah. we have to have like some cool teenage girls for the kids and we have to have like, you know, uh, yeah. Some, oh, we have middle-aged people for like the, the millennials to get into. And then yeah. we got to have the original cast come back for the boomers, you know, and the people that yeah. grew up on this movie. So it's, sure. it's all just trying to, it's not even trying to make a movie. It's just checking yeah. all these boxes. Yeah, right? yeah it's it's exactly. Um, Real quick. Stink. If I can, I, yeah.
0: if I can, cause you guys are going to appreciate this. I don't know if you knew about this. Cut me off if you did, but, Uh, There was a little news article that hit recently where uh, writer film critic Ed Whitfield, who was a friend of uh, William Friedkin's, um, they were close up until, you know, R.I.P. William Friedkin passed away recently. And uh, Ed recalled a conversation he had with uh, Mr. Friedkin towards the end of his life. And I'm going to read it here. He said, uh, William Friedkin once said to me. Ed, the guy who made these who made these new Halloween movies is about to make one to, uh, one to my movie, The Exorcist. That's right, my signature film is about to be extended by the man who made Pineapple Express. <laughs> I don't want to be I don't want to be around when that happens, but if there's a spirit world I, and I come back, I plan to possess David Gordon Green and make his life a living hell.
1: Oh, are you stupid, dude, so- dude! <laughs> how are yeah. you been- and, then cro- and then he croaks right on time right <clears throat> yeah, yeah
3: you- i know oh my
0: god so
1: that's awesome you better watch that out is, bro that's a great insult <laughs> that yeah. is wow. amazing
3: watch, uh, So live William with that the last D- words G-G.
2: for real
3: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh I, i'm i'm a fan of uh uh you know uh, eastbound and down but yeah, like yeah. everything they've done since vice principals yeah. gemstones i'm not into and yeah. like i think that's a big <clears throat> problem i had with this was like i don't think the filmmaking is up to par as a film like the well, exorcist feels like a real movie there's composed shots there's yeah. ideas there's oh you know there's all kinds of... Jesus, this yeah. is no, like me. Brilliant. Um, you know, this is like I think TV has raised the bar a lot. You know, TV is like executed a lot better. Everyone knows that now than it was 20 years ago. You know, so yeah. I think. But these guys are TV make TV shows. So this movie feels like a TV show to me. Basically, it's just kind of like it's it's teal and orange lighting hell. You know, oh, everything is yeah, teal orange. and orange. Um, everything's handheld. They just they don't compose shots. They just mm-hmm. have yeah. the camera fucking. Multiple cameras hosing shit down. They just hose it down, literally, with the camera, and then the- edit it, p- piece it together later. It's really jumpy, cutty. And then when they do compose a shot, they really overdo it, and they like yeah. get the girls. <laughs> face just uh, right geez, don't move your head scary. too much you know Boy. And, and then I bring up the creepy smile little girl and she's yeah. like yeah really? I, I look like i it, yeah well it's ha- uh, like a halloween mask it's like it's way too over composed right, right i just course, it, uh, of course
0: but it's it's like just to speak to your home your homies you know with david gordon green and all that stuff yeah yeah once you get to be that famous and that accomplished that they are like they're hands off man they are just a production entity there's other people, mm-hmm. there's like layers of people between them and this, these projects that they produce.
2: But I mean, can I say something about him yeah. though? Because Ryan. he's he started like super indie guy. That was his whole prestige thing. Yeah, George Washington, thing. George Washington and all those right. movies. So sure. like the Eastbound and Down was almost like an anomaly when he started doing that and then yeah. Pineapple Express, but his roots were indie yeah. and yeah, these, like, per- these are like personal mm-hmm. films. So then that adds to the like manipulation of the reboot yeah. marketing, of like, yeah. oh no, we're gonna get like oh, yeah. a really uh, smart yeah. indie director that we can trust. You can trust, Always. and then right. we're gonna get some prestige right. indie you. actors. Always. What they did with Pet Cemetery too, and and then it's like, and then you're tricked even more. Like, oh, it, it might have a no, chance. You, well,
1: that's what got me. I was yeah. like, uh, how bad could it be? Because it's not somebody egregious it's like Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie, or just yeah. an anonymous, or hat,
2: anonymous you know. exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Um, well, the
1: thing is, I, I want to be. I want to clarify one thing. Uh, it's Jody Hill and Danny McBride's show. He's bound down. Right. Yes. And then David's like involved, True. but True. he's True. not True. the heart that like right. he would you're come right. in and go yeah. out. And yeah, you're right. You're right. And like, um, so. Anyway, He's sort of a I commercial director. I am too, a huge you know. Eastbound fan, fan. Yeah. and I think the real talent actually lies in Jody and his relationship with Danny right. oh, and, yeah. and David. I don't know. David Gordon Green is just off the reservation. I, right. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> with him. Let's, I'm let's
3: hearing let's about the moving. Exorcist. Yeah, I'll just put weird. a button on on my Exorcist experience and saying that like people were talking during the movie.
2: Mm, I
3: didn't sure. care. It didn't bother me at all. Usually that would just <laughs> drive me nuts. I did not care at all, and. I feel bad for this movie because it's not going to do well. It's opening up against the Taylor Swift movie. Yeah. So yes, there's constantly bombastic Taylor S- Swift music bleeding through. bleeding through the walls of the theater the entire time I was watching.
1: Oh
0: my God. Oh my God. So I might have to have that uh, experience. Yeah, that might be the only I, know. I can. <laughs> I'm
2: tempted. Yeah.
0: All right, let's that keep is this interesting. Let's keep this train rolling here. Uh here's one here's a fucking major one for me. Um oh. And I feel bad because again, mm-hmm. like, you know, this is, involves a very nice person, someone who's been very nice to me. Um, I go. feel, I uh, feel bad person. for, you know, we're just, burning I guess bridges, we're burning all the bridges, you know, <laughs> yeah. burning bridges tonight. Um, right. But but basically, you know, studio remakes are are bad. We know that like they're all bad, but there's also the indie remakes. Mm. And those are also yes. fucking bad, bro. And um, <laughs> we're talking about a remake of a film we've covered here on the channel before. Uh, shout out. Yeah. So how about the maniac remake? Starring Oof. Elijah Wood. Great guy.
1: <laughs> love you, Elijah. We all uh, love Elijah. We all, we all love you, we all man. We Wonderful, fucking, man. We love and you. And I get his. It was a surprising love de- and depth of love of horror yes. when I got to know him. Yes. His heart and is in so the right place. So I get place. it. He's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he thought Maniac is one of the greats and wanted to just do something yeah. and yeah. almost as a tribute. So yeah. he's coming from a really great place.
0: He is. Like, know? I could also see, too, like, elijah wood wants to be in a serial killer film like okay like maybe some luca mcnata type serial killer thing i'm i'm there i can Ooh. see that you know but mm-hmm. like joe Spinell, you know grindhouse yeah. time and place yeah. you know type thing yeah. not so much you know and mm-hmm. this is coming hot off the heels of the nicholas cringe refin warship uh of this era you know, oh where God. where, oh where <laughs> people where, where like the fashionista filmmaking is at an all time exactly. high. That's the first thing I thought of when I watched. It's it's, it's like a kind of a bygone era. Yeah, oh, it thank is. God we're over yeah. that. Thank God we're over it. Where Trendy, it's like this hipster like, turtleneck aesthetic. Hipster. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's <laughs> really bad. And so, um, yeah, because that's what Maniac needed. Right you know um but but like the the, the 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 hipster casting, makeover the hipster makeover <laughs> of maniac yeah it's insane <laughs> and the casting of elijah is is it
1: feels Rob like zombie it, should have done it they should have oh, zombie I, just him, I think the universe would implode, <laughs> implode. <laughs> yeah bitch
0: motherfucking Combination.
1: bitch um but it's also
0: uh you know like the casting of elijah is kind of like ai mid journey, you know fan casting a little bit it's yes. so weird it makes no sense. Uncanny yeah. valley Uncanny yeah. Valley. It's so weird. Mm. Um, but of course, like when you have someone who's struggling, like the whoever the filmmaker, I don't know who the filmmakers are, but they're struggling to be creative and to find themes, you know, within this really trashy grindhouse fucking yeah. time and yeah. place, you know, scalp you Just motherfucker. Pure sleaze. sleaze. Grime, pure sleaze. Yeah, sleaze. And of course, they're trying to find the nice little, like the, like the poetry in the film. And so they're like know, latching onto the mannequin as, like, this image uh, that they're grinding yeah. you in the fucking, like, he works in a mannequin store. He's surrounded by mannequins. He's obsessed with, there's a mannequin in every fucking shot, you know? And it's yeah. just like, it's insane. <laughs> well, you no, know, he,
1: like, meets people through mannequins. Like, hey, yeah. is that your work? Like, hey, nice mannequin. Yeah. Maniac. Mannequin. <laughs> um, <laughs> maniac. Yeah, maniac mannequin. And then, well, can I just, well, well let's stay, well, can I just one second, the casting? Yeah. Sure. I mean, do whatever you want. Ever with any yeah. film, you know, sure. cast however you want. Yeah. But it's 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 a we're talking about you know valleys here. There's a huge chasm between the casting of the lead in the first one, Joe Spinell. Oh my God. And uh, uh, yeah. Elijah. It's like Elijah is physically appealing. Mm-hmm. I've looked in his eyes and I've mm. gone like, my beautiful, God, eyes. like.
2: Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful eyes like yeah
1: electrifying blue eyes or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. And I was just like um. So there's that. And so what I'm saying is, like, Joe is repellent. Yeah. And there, there's there's a whole implied sort of Bukowski pathology going on. Yeah. Right. I just like like bearing this, like, you know, hermunculus, monsterish <laughs> facade, yeah. just going down the street and buying a sandwich or something. You know, but Elijah Wood's like, snip to doo because he dresses smart, too. Yeah. Because yeah, he's yeah. kind of a hipster. So he's got, like, nice sweaters and, like, a yeah. good haircut, and he's, like, an attractive young man. Yeah. So it's just, like, it just craters. Yeah. That aspect of maniac. The intention. Know? And that's yeah. what we
2: were talking about in general. Like where all these movies go wrong, it's like the heart of what made the original special is being annihilated.
0: Annihilated. And it's
2: like why? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like, and, it's insane.
0: Yeah, and it's d- did you also catch the dig at the original too? That's another trait these movies had. They love they love fucking putting their nose up to the originals a lot and didn't make <laughs> okay. these little digs where <laughs> Of course, you know if we're modernizing Maniac, <clears throat> let's make sure to put a goth dating website into the storyline. Sure. Of course, <clears throat> and so that's how you know Maniac decides to meet up with this awful goth woman that I cannot watch on screen, and um, <laughs> okay. and uh, she, sure, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she says to him. Uh like, you know, it's a blind date or whatever. And she basically says to him, Oh, I thought you were gonna be fat and with long black hair and greasy skin and full of acne.
2: And acne. Which is a total spinel dig
0: and it's Benel. like jeez womp womp yeah um, and then of course they they don't ruin they they don't just ruin maniac they also decide to bury fucking silence of the lambs while they're at it because they have Q oh. Lazarus's yeah. goodbye horses playing from start to finish Yeah, really, really? Yeah. Their murder yeah. scenes I haven't yeah. seen yeah. this and this like jeez,
2: tattooed like bar wench kind of person is like oh, that that's weird
0: that's called, called Sally burlesque yeah. Sally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: really bad that's so weird so bad really the cringe clerks movie <laughs> play that movie as a joke
1: you know yeah, the, yeah, it's kind of it has been used as a punchline. Can I just say one other thing? Like, mm. then we can move on. It it is pretentious, you know, uh, because when I first heard of it, it was like you never see the the the, the antagonist. You never see this murderer. It's, it's all POV, POV strictly yeah. speaking. And if you see him, he's looking in the mirror for like two seconds, and it's like okay, and it, and they. It doesn't actually, it inconsistently commits to that. By it the way. does. It breaks yeah. out of you know, that so a little it's, too it, frequently. Yeah, it kind of falls because I, th- I thought it would have a discipline and be sort of like a fake, bad, modern European yeah. bullshit art film. Uh, but no, it, it breaks the rule. It gets more broken as time goes on. And so it doesn't even matter. And also, it doesn't add up to anything, you know, like necessarily. No. It's just a sort of a stunty thing to say that you're doing, mm-hmm. you know. No.
2: Right. It ages really badly. I, the style ages terribly. Terrible. Yes.
0: And it's very—it's just br- like like the brutality too. Like if you're taking the sleezoid 42nd Street time and place out of Maniac, scalping yeah. women Oof. gratuitously on film is not fun, um, you know. And of course yeah, they don't earn right. It's like Coachella right with scalping. It's not, <laughs> yeah,
1: like doesn't. Uh, Which sounds bad. The, the better, atmosphere but. doesn't quite mm-hmm. isn't quite as conducive. It's, right. It's, it's in a weird way more jarring. Right. right. You know. And uh, because yeah. it, it I, I had to look away sometimes. It, you know? uh, yeah,
0: totally. agreed, agreed. And the last thing I'll say, very too, unpleasant, is it. It ends with the literally the the most the funniest, like film school, like oh, stupid, right. stupid ending. Where of it's course, the lamest. It's the lamest, funniest. <laughs> Fucking thing in the world. But the original <laughs> Maniac is so good when, you know, the mannequins come to life and they tear apart yeah, Joe Spinell yeah, yeah. and oh, yeah. Mom. One of the best. The best part of the movie, actually. In this version, of course, because they've made this kind of twee poetic little, you know, concept with the mannequins. The like Children uh, of
1: Paradise. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, like,
0: they, yeah. They, 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 yeah. for the ending when they're tearing apart the maniac. They're pulling his mm-hmm. face off and they pull off Elijah's face and then of course they pull it off and it's just a mannequin face.
1: It is a mannequin. It's a him uh, as a mannequin. Yeah, no, it's like Jungkook toes gore. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. what does that mean? It, it was laugh out loud. It was yeah, laugh was out loud. That. Pathetic. And he's making a dumb, he has a dumb facial expression. I know, yeah. it's like a little it's boy mannequin. Like, it's like, me? like <laughs> <I'm pretty laughs> guess, you know? it's yeah. terrible it's <laughs> yeah. bad it's it's really it's kind of singular because it is yeah it's it is. all this stuff it's it's a reboot yeah it's pretentious art nick Reffin bullshit yeah uh you know and it's it's just like it's a really gross noxious concoction you know it's bad there's, there's, i don't think there's any others like that quite yeah no. it's bad
0: it's terrible. um all right let's keep the train moving here we got just under 10 minutes left to to get through some here Tom, did you want? to... Actually, you know what, guys? I need ten CCs of something. Oh, please! I need yeah, ten man, need CCs. <laughs> I need ten CCs of a good movie here, oh, just, God, just we to need remind a classic losing stat. faith. Okay, here so we go. Losing, faith losing the uh, will to anything, love. Anything? How about Help how about ten here. CCs of this? How about this? How about this? <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs> Yay. There you go. Okay. Yay. All
0: right. Cool. Slam. You needed that. Yeah. Okay, so Tom, thank you. On that note, why don't you hit Ooh, us with well, your speaking, next pick? Speaking of. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, you know, Ch- Texas Chainsaw is a franchise for better, like a better term, has had a bumpy ride too. <laughs> and uh yeah. there was some There was a Boring Bad 2000s Chainsaw reboot, Chainsaw Chainsaw Massacre reboot, which is kind of like whatever, you know. But uh, there was this wildly fucking stupid one from like two years ago or something, and it felt (laughs) like I was reading about it. It was like shelved you know it was going to come out and then it just wound up like getting dumped on netflix and stuff but it's like you know shot in belarus or something but it's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be texas <laughs> yeah. and it oh really yeah. they're not making it work
2: like texas <laughs> isn't really
1: adding up in like the landscape you know and um just uh you know I mean, we could talk about so many things but it has uh you know um it back to the uh, fan service it brings back the character what is her name sally the, the yeah. final girl, yep, or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yep. She comes back and she's like 70 years old. It's another one of those, oh. like, and it's <laughs> post Halloween reboot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reboot trilogy because it's just like this long gray haired woman, like, <laughs> I'm re- I'm here to kick ass and Jew Bubble Gun. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> oh my she's got like a bow, like a bow, uh, you know, like a
2: oh that yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, crossbow? crossbow, crossbow and it, like it's she's like, like a I'm sequel, to right?
1: some leather face, you know. It's huh? supposed
0: to be kind of a sequel or some shit, right? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Yeah, uh, it's a reboot. Yeah, sure. Right? No, it's like it's a it's sequel a and like, a remake um, and, everything.
1: and all of the above. No, yeah. no, no, it's it's it is like well no, it's Sally, you know, yeah, in real time like she was 20 in 1974. It's a like yeah, so Yeah, so I guess it is so?" She's there, and um, she's like, "I'm ready to kick ass." But I was, you know, you think about this. is Back to what I was saying before, it's like she's like 75 years old, and that means like Leatherface is like 75 years old. And It's just (laughs) this like like geriatric like like (laughs) spree thing. It's like it's it's very distracting. Like he's not. You you do the like you're doing the math in your head. Like, wait, this came out like this year. It's like Clint Eastwood applying (laughs) the reality of time. Yeah, you know. But uh, the big famous one is, uh, like, another thing we were bringing up is uh, being instantly dated and trying to make it, like, cool. And now there's a great fail of this scene where um, it's all these tourists or something are on, like, this tour bus. And they're influencers. And they all have their phones out. And they're on some Texas small town. And, like, they make a stop for some reason in the small town. And, of course... Leatherface comes on the, <laughs> the bus and starts chomping, and like everyone's going, like, oh my god! Like, look at, like, he's Where did you get that outfit? You know, that kind uh, of thing. They're all being, like, their cell phones are being changed. Uh, so. Like live streaming, they're live
0: streaming. <laughs> oh, live stream, a live streaming live streaming stream
1: massacre. Uh, uh, it's a it's big just like real life. Big, cringe (laughs) insult to the legacy it's kind of everything it's like cringe it doesn't it doesn't trying to be funny it doesn't work uh it's instantly dated um that's the big thing the rest of it's just like (sighs) insulting generally to your intelligence and it's but it's another indie director it's another indie
0: sundance it's another sundance director doing oh Oh, it is it is yeah he's yeah he's got he's got a great sundance director name by the way david blue garcia is his name um oh, yeah. but mm. like it, you know, it's it's doing this again, like this poster, you know, it's like doing this kind of like art trying to be art house mm-hmm. yeah. take on this, but it's just such a fail, you know? On it's- on
3: the plus side, I, I heard that the writer producer is really buff and he's got a great like skinny suit.
0: A skinny suit.
1: <laughs> the same guy. He probably it's does. the
3: same guy that did the Evil Dead. Oh no buddy from uh,
1: Evil Dead. Yeah, and what? he's working well, on go.
3: He's working on the alien sequel right now too you guys wow. uh, are you are this you this whole, making this up i'm he's not just, i'm not this is the guy's wow. whole shtick It's like Wait, he's a serial and the reboot guy weird. i guess no he wow. was yeah, involved yeah, in the ronnie writer <laughs> producer ronnie. same guy
1: yeah yeah, he's, yeah. wow Yeah, he's well, tight and, and with that track record i mean I, I i'm speaking objectively here that new texas chainsaw it's just not good like in right. all on all fronts that's sure. just an insult yeah. to humanity, yeah. to people who watch films, to Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. It's just like, it doesn't work. Right. And it's incredibly obnoxious uh, in its failure. Right. It's So, it's see the, it. The, Starts Friday. The, the
3: balance of, the, you know, just, this happens to all these reboots where it's like, they made one good movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. Mm-hmm. Right. And since right. then, there's been 35 different adaptations of it, it's sequels, ter- yeah, it's TV it's shows, yeah. reboots, and they're all unwatchable yeah, you know? yeah. Well, it's,
1: it's it's that yeah. you know what that term uh, the term i think of uh, marcus is, is you know um george lucas's wife used to always say that uh for george uh, star wars was this inverted pyramid right you know like right. you're saying it's like the tip yeah. of the pyramid is this yeah. just this one film this mm. one director made yeah, you know and, yeah. right. but then this in, insane yeah. out of control empire world yeah. butterfly effects and influence yeah, the yeah, butterfly. Yeah, what it, what is, it, it
2: morphs it, into has nothing yeah, to do right. with the what it, Right,
1: quick. right. We're getting very afield, you know, from yeah. it. Um, it's, it's bigger than it's and it's much bigger than Star Wars, and it's much bigger than Chainsaw, the first one. Sorry yeah, to and the, it's, it's kind of it's not just horror, you know. So, right.
0: sorry to be it's Mr. Clock saying. here. Uh, just because yeah. we got three and a half minutes left. Remy, take let's us go. home with Your pick. Oh, God. You want to talk... Oh,
2: my God. Which one?
0: It's up to you. I just want to just get this in real quick because I watched the Carrie remake. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, the other day is for research for this. And this is a good example of a bad instinct is the idea of... Oh, yeah, the iconic moment where the blood falls from the bucket onto, you know, Sissy Spacek. Like, the part Mm -hmm, that you could mm -hmm. practically do even with resets very simply. No, no, let's do it with a really bad CGI. Like, let's oh. just have a blob
3: of CGI uh, blood. Real flow. Yeah. confusing so real
1: flow.
0: That's, oh that's <laughs> like 2011 that's this was uh, missing. CGI.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's
0: so bad. Oh. So, it's like so, way so too much blood, right? Yeah. it's. Like. Yeah.
2: I think that scene is, I saw this in the movie theater as well. And, you did yep, not. Yep. Yep. Wow. Was also extremely depressed and... I, I guess i made it through but i was you know having the blurred yeah. vision um but that ending like when you compare it to the brian de palma it's like you know like that scene is so heartbreaking in the original carry so like effective. it's it's like every time yeah. i like pray like don't let it happen and like you just your yeah. heart breaks for this dramatic william and the, cat
1: dies and yeah. oh my
2: god your boyfriend yeah tommy date, and it's, it's just like, it's, it's so <sighs> heartfelt and heart wrenching. And it, it, I showed it to my little sisters last year and they were like, they were like destroyed. And, and the, <laughs> the director of the new Kimberly Pierce directed the new one. And Boys she don't was cry. The director. Yes. Yes. And she was talking. Oh, isn't that weird? But she that said, like, huh. she was like, you just want to like, Root for Carrie at the end to like kill those bastards, whatever. Like yeah. get revenge, no. and she's like a superhero, this is, and this you're is like, her no, like super da-
1: Diablo, Cody, kind yes. of. Yes, yeah,
2: it's this like, is, wait, that's it? no, it's oh it's really sad. It's like it's a sad, it's sad heart. You know, no, she actually, know. It's,
1: like, it's total. It's it, you just feel for it. and also just I'm sorry, but uh, Sissy Spacek is a singular oh, actress force uh, the way she looks. And of yep. course, she's a monster actor. She's yeah. like and so she's her face is just selling the yeah. joy, the happiness oh, the of moment right before heartbreak, the, heartbreaking. The, the blood and the vengeance. And, this, and it's just a tour de force performance. Tour de force. She, yeah. Like one of a kind. And that other gal is just like treading Oof. water. Just Chloe Grace up, Moritz,
2: you know? who's also in the Suspiria remake oh, and was yeah. also in the Let the Right One In remake. And then
1: oh, yeah. they
2: just throw her in this shit. Th- and I it. think she's pretty pretty terrible. Oh, my but- God.
0: But, but like literally the director says in these junket interviews, I encourage everyone, if you're not convinced these movies are bad, go watch the junket interviews with all these filmmakers. Yeah. And then you really know point. how they have yeah. no... F- the, all their instincts are off. And the fucking director of the Carrie remake, and she says, this is her superhero origin story. And it's like, you don't oh, understand God, man. No. that this is a fucking traumatized individual. It's a tragedy.
1: It's a
2: tragedy. It's a tragedy.
1: It's a fucking tragedy.
2: You're not jumping up and down and, and like... It's a school shooter. For, yeah. Yeah. It's not girl boss time.
3: Not at all. It's yeah. just like a really wow. sad story. Yeah. but so only get comic books now, they don't get the Shakespeare tragedy thing anymore. Right? Yeah, exactly.
1: So, that, is, that is telling.
0: Anyway, Ramy, sorry we left Poltergeist on the table, but hey, there's gonna be, there's probably so many more left on the table. Y'all know we'll this. be walking out again. We'll be walking out. <laughs> All right, everybody, <laughs> uh, and that was uh, your one fucking hour on the horror movie reboots the reboot walkout come on let me hear
1: it (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) horror horror movie reboots and walkouts uh so thank you so much uh for tuning in for one fucking toba that was a lot of fun um we got one episode left guys for the month of october Mm -hmm. um and uh, that's of course going to be one fucking hour on last house on Dead End Street. Very excited because that is a... <laughs> finally, we can talk about something that's fucking legit.
1: You know? Yeah.
0: Right? Tom,
1: tell us. Oh, yeah. I mean, that movie is all good or more, uh, to, to the point, like more insane choices. It's lots of assaultive nightmare choices, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. an assaultive nightmare. It's There's eh, nothing quite like it. Yeah. It, it really... It really is still packs a punch, and that's hard for something you know from 1972 to do. Yeah,
0: and and should we disclaimer it at all if someone's gonna go turn it on their TV for the first time before next week? Uh, caution, caution. <laughs> uh, is there a caution?
1: Not safe for work.
2: <laughs> no way, not safe not for even work. Close.
1: No, so uh, not even close. Um, it's it's not fun. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a PCP horror. Pete.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's a good way of putting it. We talked all night tonight about distressed jeans horror. Mm-hmm. This is PCP yep, or PC. horror. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to be getting into that last house on dead end street next week. Uh, you know, also baby got backstory on that episode for sure. All the, you know, the weird creative yeah. force behind that movie. That's a story in and of itself. And we yeah, have special yeah. guest aunt Timpson all the way from New Zealand who's going to be joining us. Uh, very excited about that. Who's going to be talking uh, yeah. Last House on Dead End Street. So definitely uh, be forewarned if you want to get your pre-watch in or you might not need to. You might want to just sit back and enjoy the, the ride because you know we're going to cut it up for you and we'll uh, show you what's all crazy about it. Um, <clears throat> and then at the end of next week's episode, guys, we're going to unveil what November has in store for everybody. We're going to switch into a whole new program uh, and we're starting it off with my belated birthday episode. So nice. remember, nice. we had it. I mean, my birthday was back in September, but we were in the summer program, so I decided <laughs> to push that down the line. So my belated birthday we're like episode. Knee
1: deep in 1979. Yeah, you couldn't, uh, exactly.
3: Couldn't stop it's that train. Can't stop that train. So, <laughs> but it's all going to be Thanksgiving themed '90s movies. Oh for, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Well, planes, Home trains, for the
3: holidays, My oh, family fun, stone.
0: Oh,
2: Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. So stay tuned for whatever the fuck we're doing in November. It's gonna be very exciting. Yeah. Um, right. And what else did I want to say before? We're, oh, I. I st- Fucking might need 10 cc's of something before we wrap oh. this up. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, that you got was, anything? T- that
1: was uh, dispiriting uh, yeah. going over all this Do film.
0: we need like 10 cc's of another just great horror film? Sure. Like if, sure. You, you want something? All right, here we go. Yeah. How, about yeah. mm-hmm. How about this?
2: How about this? like some ice cream,
0: there Perfect. Go there. you go. Mm-hmm. There's like a go. defibrillator a child actor in a horror film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> defibrillator yeah. to kind of bring you back yeah, to life. It does. That. It does. All well, right. So. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, before we wrap things up, uh, make sure if you're in the Los Angeles area, check out Tom and Marcus live at EXP TV. They're going to be wow. at wow. <laughs> They're the going to be EXP, at the philo- Dango,
1: yeah. Tango. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're going to be at the Philosophical Research Society. Uh, the last two Tuesdays of October. October 24th and October 31st tickets mm-hmm. description. It's in the description of the goddamn video or the podcast. Um, if you want to support us, the one fucking hour show, or you want to check out our new audio commentary track on holy mountain feature length, all two hours of fucking mm-hmm. holy mountain. You want to hear us, mm-hmm. uh, cut it up over that head over to patreon.com slash one fucking hour. It's just five bucks a month. You get all the access to the bonus episodes. And of course, 24 hour early access to all of our shows. Uh, we appreciate all the people that have signed up thus far. Super, super awesome. Um, and we're going to continue to roll out some know. bonus shit, man. Um, all right, everybody. That was the show. Um, super excited. Uh, but, Ramy, as you know, we can't leave the people without their what?
2: Mom, <laughs> 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 yo, okay,
0: Yeah, what? I didn't hear that.
2: Oh,
0: what, Ramey? Moment. Moment. <laughs> I'm sad. All right, everybody. Back and forth. <laughs> have a good response. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Mark> uh... bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! All right, everybody. Have a good rest of your week, and yeah, man, we'll have... see you. Happy Halloween. No. Happy Halloween, man. We'll see you next week for the final one. Fucking October. All right, guys. Take care. Talk soon. See you later. Bye bye.
2: Hopefully, it's a suspense thriller because you've got this girl who has these powers, so it's a superhero origin story. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, which I think when the movie really kicks in is when you start saying, I want her to get the revenge. Yep. That to me is the key. <laughs> How do you get the audience to root for and enjoy the revenge? Right. And I think that that really does happen with Chloe. You just want her to get them back. Yep.
3: All right, uh, just getting out of The Exorcist reboot and uh, just about as bad as you'd expect it to be. I didn't walk out, but I did pass out a few times. Fell asleep a little bit here and there. It all felt rather pointless. Um, And uh, weirdest thing, weirdest takeaway is that apparently it takes place in the same universe as Exorcist One, but not in the same universe as Exorcist 2, so that's weird. Anyway,
1: motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef. <laughs>
0: That was wicked, man.